as I mature as a an investor, um, and I truly am starting to think like an investor, not like a hustler, flipper, entrepreneur, like just as a investor. I've bought in a bunch of Airbnbs in Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. I bought in a bunch of single family houses in Southern California, San Bernardino, Riverside County, Banning, all over the place. I've bought in properties in Las Vegas, single family, multifamily. Now I'm like, okay, maybe I need to go to the Midwest and start buying these not cheap. I don't want to buy $15,000 homes, even though that sounds sexy to people. I don't want to do that. But maybe these like $75,000 to $150,000 homes that actually produce some cash flow and are not that old. What do you think about that? Because I, I like that, that strategy a lot. I'm not a, a huge fan personally of, of the Midwest because I'm south southwest focused, but I, I've also considered that because uh, I don't like. I, I definitely agree with you. I don't like the houses that are like thirty, forty thousand dollars that are never going to go up, or maybe they go up a little bit. And there's yeah. you know, high crime rate, and you know yeah. it can mess up your cash flow. Just one thing going wrong with the property. Um, so I don't disagree with you on that at all because um, those are. Ma- Especially the part you said that are somewhat newer built. Yes. The rentals that I'm buying in Southern California in the Palmdale, Lancaster, Antelope Valley area, my buying criteria is 1990s is overbuilt, you know, 19 built after 1990s. Um, at least three bedrooms, two bath, um, with a certain kind of square footage. And those have done really well and they perform well for me as far as cash flow and all that. So I don't necessarily disagree with that strategy at all because um, ultimately, if you already have a way of making money, then maybe just you know, parking some of that money and getting cash flow from those properties. And yeah. maybe you're not going to get a lot of appreciation on that, but that's fine. Yeah. They're, they're secure and they're not likely to go down very much. They're not likely to go up very much yeah. and they're, they're secure assets. So I agree with yeah. you on that. Let's talk about, let's just completely turn this podcast into something else. So <laughs> let's talk about life pivots. So I'll give you some pivots. So 15 decided I didn't want to do high school anymore. That was a pivot. I was like, I ain't doing this. This is a waste of time. I'm not doing it. Like completely checked out. Completely. I didn't know that about you. That's, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. 15. I was like, this ain't it. This ain't it. <laughs> so, it. so dropped out. About 18, 19 had my son. That was a pivot. Now I'm not a single guy. Son. Um, 21 started college, uh, 24 dropped out of college. Another hard pivot. I was like, dude, I'm sitting in class. This lady's talking about, you know, the, the history of marriage. And I'm like, what, like, what am I going to do with this? Like at this point I'm, I'm financially hurting. I have my son. I have my mom. I have myself. I have a broke down car. And I'm like, where am I going with this? Like literally, where am I going with this? My mentors at the time were broke. Uh, my mom who worked in the field that I wanted to get into social work, unfortunately wasn't making a lot of money. So I'm like, okay, like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to get a degree and go be broke? Like, is that my life? That's not it. (laughs) Yeah, that's not it. Walked out of class. That was a pivot. I was like, I literally walked out of class and never went back. Never sold my book, never asked for a refund, didn't complain. I just was like, all right, I made a mistake. I'm out. 25, got my real estate license. Crushed it, crushed it as a real estate agent. And then about 27, 28, I was like, again, is this my life? 
like just showing houses. On yeah, weekends. just showing houses, yeah, yeah. working on the weekends like usual, you know, like Drake. Yeah. Open houses, showing buyers. This is my life. Matt Ryan started flipping houses. I'm about to wrap this up, I promise. <laughs> started flipping houses. 2020. Ryan's like, help me with wealthy, uh, wealthy investor slash future flipper. I'm like, okay, cool. Did that. Became uh partners with Ryan last year. I was like, okay, cool. This thing is cool. Real estate's cool, but what's next? I, I'm not, like I said, 31 is not old. I'm not ready to just c call it a day and yeah, this is my big, nine to five. Got a long runway. I got a long runway. So I'm trying to figure out what is it that I want to do next? Like, I'm not saying I'm going to stop wealthy investor or none of that stuff. I'm going to keep doing it, but I want a new mountaintop. Mm -hmm. I want a new goal. I want a new record. And it might be buying and selling businesses. It might be, I don't think it's going to be multifamily. I think multifamily is going to be something that I do, but I don't know if that's going to be my whole thing where I'm just like, man, I want to get to a thousand units. I want to raise a bunch of capital. I don't think that's what I want to do. Right. So I'm just trying to figure that out right now in my head. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, you said it right with the, with the pivots and we come across these uh, times in our fork, fork in the road in our life. Uh, I definitely can relate to that. And, yeah. and uh, I think you have to make uh, kind of like educated you know, just yeah, decisions on that and just like yeah. have all the information you need and yeah. also pay close attention to what like fires you up and yeah. what doesn't. Because when, once you get to that, you're just stale. You're just like, oh, wh what do I do? You're stagnant. Like, yeah. I, I got to do something. Or yeah. I'm not saying you are, but no. It, no. It, it's more of like if you have a certain goal and then you're approaching that goal, you should already be thinking of another goal because then you're just going to cruise after that. Yeah. And so give me, give me your pivots, like kind of how, how like I did. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the first pivot was I moved out of uh, my mom's house pretty young. I was like barely 18 years old. Uh -huh. uh, I'd say that's probably the first one just because I, I understood uh, that I want to kind of live my life under, you know, the, your own terms, my own terms and not have to like be under mom and dad's yeah. um, kind of house. And <laughs> and so, you know, I was pretty independent when I was young because uh, they were working all the time. And so they left me alone. I was a I was able to just figure out like, hey, I like sales. I like yeah. that type of stuff. And so um, I say that was probably the first one, just getting that independence pretty young. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh, damn, I got to go shop for toilet paper. Like, yeah, it's something simple. I never knew but, that. Yeah. But once you yeah. get that responsibility and you yeah. have to really fend for yourself yeah. and be responsible, it, it does create something very valuable in you. hundred percent. So I say that. And then um, the next pivot I would say is I was in banking. I was there for five years. It's a cushy job. I was growing. I was making some money, but it was like the easy route for me. Once I had already got to a certain level in the bank and my next step was like being an assistant manager and then I would have been a branch manager and then maybe a regional manager. I was like, this is not it. Yeah. Like I, I just not making enough. There's a a cap of how much income I can make. I don't like that. I want to be in a field where my income is unlimited. No cap. Yeah. And so then I end up going to the mortgage business. Oh. And then so that was like a, a big pivot. I was there for, I mean, good part of those four or five years until the recession and all yeah. that kind of, you know, happened. And then that was the next pivot. I was like, okay, well, I can't do mortgages anymore. So then I became a real estate agent. But similar to you, I was like, this is not it. But I did resonate more with the, you know, foreclosures and, and the, yeah. the challenging uh, type of deals like that. And not necessarily just a regular mom and pop real estate or yeah. retail re real yeah. estate of helping people buy and sell real estate. And then um, after that, I went off and did a couple other things. I wouldn't necessarily call it pivoting, but it was, you know, Airbnb arbitrage. I did. I got lured back a little bit back into the, uh, the mortgage business, but it was on the wholesale side. Um, didn't love that. And then 
I finally, uh, I found the real estate investing side um, about close to six years ago now. And that was, I think, uh, my last most important pivot. Um, well, no, I, I, I take that back because I did also end up moving and then creating this lifestyle by design. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, after I left the uh, the mortgage business and then I did all this other stuff that didn't really hit, didn't really, I wasn't passionate about or I just didn't feel like I could go you know, all in on. I ended up um, doing the investing thing um, and then about uh, well, it was two and a half years ago now, um, I was doing the real estate investment. COVID hit. I mean, it threw the whole world upside down. Mm-hmm. L.A. was not really a cool place to be at. And then I decided to move to Hawaii because I got the opportunity to be closer to Brandon Turner, one of my mentors from Bigger Pockets, And it was one of the best decisions I ever made because it enabled me to uh, be a remote CEO, yeah. flip houses in LA, but I had paid all those other dues up until that time and had so much experience. I was able to do that. Yeah. And then with the help of Ryan and uh, Pineda and then, you know, future flipper well, now wealthy investor, yeah. he was able to help me with the leadership side of things. Cause I've always been like, you know, like a hustler and yeah. you know, I can go out there and Grind. get after it, but yeah. you know, to lead people is a different skill set. Yeah. Um, and then, so I ended up doing that and pivoting and moving to Hawaii. I've recently now, relocated back to LA. But during this time, I've been able to grow my business. And then um, also the other pivot was like, I just don't resonate with this living in one place as much because Mm. I enjoy travel. I didn't do as much of it when I was younger. And then um, I have a a penthouse apartment in Mexico that I get to stay at. I have my big house in Maui. I have the house in Hollywood in LA. So pretty much just bounce around wherever I want um, and then kind of have this remote CEO type of lifestyle. So that was, I guess, the last pivot. Got it. Yeah, I think. Uh, but what's the pivot now? The pivot now is uh, coming back to L.A. because yeah. I would prefer to, frankly, be in Maui or Mexico. <laughs> but like I make more money by being in L.A. Yeah. And my business is different than it was two years ago. Yeah. So being there in uh, these other places, it's just better for me to be more in L.A. So I'll still be able to travel. I'll still go to my other you know places. But yeah. um, I need to be focused and locked in in uh, Southern California most of my time. 